Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, This week has been very uneasy for me, just a lot of stuff going on uh, within my own personal world, a lot of stuff going on in the world, uh, the regular world, and it seems like I I can't catch an emotional break. Um, I said before, the the, the harder I try to search for peace, the more elevated the vulnerability gets and the empathy gets. Um, just for things around uh, around me, things that I witnessed with my own eyes, things that I um, witnessed through other people's eyes, like it is it affects me. Um, to a point that I wish it wouldn't. Like the things that I go through mentally, looking at certain things or hearing certain things, seeing certain things, being a part of certain things, like. It just gets heavy. And I'm struggling now with that weight. I'm struggling with the weight of darkness, with the weight of chaos, trying to get it off my back, trying to, you know, uh, get out of it. And it's just a, a reoccurring story throughout generations. Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. Again, I know, you know, the universe requires balance and stuff, so there has to be good and there has to be be evil, but man, at what cost? I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from being a parent. I'm exhausted from, you know, being a black man. I'm exhausted from being a business owner. I'm exhausted in general. And this is not a complaint. This is just me being honest. I'm tired. I'm tired of having to work 10 times harder to be treated almost fairly, not even fully, not even not even not even at the 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 regular starting point just to get, you know, instead of 10 steps back, just to get the two steps back. And I'm just tired and sometimes I lose words and can't really explain how I feel about certain things um, because everything just turns into fog and everything turns into to darkness. And trying to process that while teaching has become difficult. Because I have the knowledge of the world that I lived in, the pain, the chaos, um, the death. And like I have that in my head. And I know that to, to an extent those things exist today. But I have to try to teach from a place of hope for my kids. Like give them reality, but also, you know, leave, leave space in there for them to hope, for them to have faith that, that things will change. Um, I know it's like a, for a lot of us it's difficult. Um, I remember, I remember 
multiple times uh, hearing older people when it, as a result of change, they, they say, I might not see it in my lifetime, but I'm going to keep fighting, you know, because hopefully my fight will be the thing that gets my the next generation over. And I don't like I don't I don't want to give up. Right. I hear older people say that all the time and I never understood it. Like in my mind, you old, you fought your fight, it didn't change. Like, don't stress yourself with what's coming after you, you know, if you did your best. But then now I'm in that place to to try to teach and I'm looking at stuff that's happening and I'm like, man, I probably won't see it in my lifetime, but I gotta keep fighting. I got I like I can't help but to believe that things can get better for all of us um in our respective lives because each of our betters is different and we have to continue to no matter what we have to continue to fight no matter what we have to continue to try to change to evolve to to make it better for ourselves, for people around us. And the reality of that is really setting in for me. That it's certain things that no matter how hard I work for right now, it's, it's just not for me. And I, I understand that. Um, I had that moment and that record and that revelation to myself. Um, when I was taking notes a few podcasts ago, and just understanding that it's not for right now. A lot of stuff that we that we doing, like a lot of stuff that we're seeing happen today, progression wise, it's not because people are doing it today. It's because the the years before us that people kept knocking on the door, kept knocking on the door, and it kept getting weak, and then boom, it was it the door got weak enough for us to kick it through. But my mind been roaming all week. Like just trying to just trying to pinpoint piece together. Like where do where do I fit? Where do we fit, right? As human beings, honestly, where do where do what are we really fit? Because everything is a uh everything is a, a, a thing of rhythm, right? It's a thing of balance. In some places we belong, in some places, you know, we don't. And the hardest part is finding out if you do or if you don't. And it's having to go through those heartaches and having to go through those pains, that discomfort to see if you belong there. Feeling less than uh, ignorant when you fail from just trying to figure it out. And I'm going through that. And it's difficult and it's frustrating and I'm trying and I still feel like I'm drowning. I still feel like I have no life jacket. But I still feel like I have to fight. And as I'm going through my moments of, of clarity, confusion, crying, as I'm going through those moments, man, even though I feel weak, those moments give me strength because I'm, I'm, 
I'm really understanding me and my purpose and what I'm supposed to do, regardless of how anybody sees it. And it's some fear there. It's some fear there because I feel like I, I, I feel like I am one good thing away from helping change the world. One person, one poem, one piece at a time. I really can't believe that this is the world that we live in. And I'm talking about in general, not my generation, not right now, me as an adult. Like I'm thinking about from the time I could remember things as a child to now as an adult. And I just can't believe the world is like this. I can't believe there's so much fight. Like there has to be so much fight f uh, for equal treatment amongst people, amongst human beings. I'm not even talking about finances. I'm talking about just people in general. And it's difficult to know that the world is that way. It's difficult having to navigate through, like, I don't know if you racist or not, so I got to keep you at arm's length. There's so much going on in the world, so much division, like, I can't trust anything or anybody. It's ignorance. But me living where I live at and, and like I be trying to like I don't go out of my way like to to be a weirdo or anything. But I try to speak white, black, you know, man, woman, old, young. And you can tell, you know, you can tell a lot of people like you. Let me not say that. You can see the discomfort and the irritation and the look of how dare you. Speak to me vibes. And even still, I try my hardest that if I'm out in the open, you know, I want to I want to remain looking peaceful. I want to remain looking calm. I don't want to um, I don't want anyone to to see my my resting face as a threat to anybody. So I try. And when I go through certain, you know, when I when I go through certain aisles of the grocery store, you know, certain people and, you know, you do the little head nod and they just stare at you or they just look away and stuff like that. And it bothers me because you don't know me. I don't know you. Like what, what is that look? And it's a look that we are, we've all had before. It's a look of ignorance. It's a look of, oh my God, why are you talking to me? Oh my God. You know, cause you're upbringing, right? You talk to keep your distance from this type of person or that type of person. And, you know, you rely on that rather than your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own experiences. And so you hold on to that. Like a lot of times hatred is is uh, pressed outward without even the understanding of what of, of what you're hating, or why you're hating. A lot of us are still stuck in. I do it because I was taught that way. And it just sucks. And my week was tough and it was um, a lot of emotions going on, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration that like and that I've been holding in um, a lot of resentment that I've been holding in because I'm human. But when you a parent, you can't you, you can't resent your kids. 
you can't resent the experience, right? You got like you like you you stuck in that situation, and that shit dumb, bro. Because I I feel how I I feel how I feel. Um, how can I say it? I feel how I, like I I'm a human, right? And I'm a man. And I'm a black man and I'm a father, but I'm human first. And it's not my kid's fault because the cookie crumbles this way. I get the brunt of the frustration that they have with their mother um, and their attempt to rebuild the relationship that they have. But more recently, they have taken on her behaviors and how they respond to me. The difference is now, because they're older, we're not doing that. Because I'm mad too. Because I'm frustrated too. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that I have to keep on telling you the same thing over and over and over again. I'm mad that you like I say things nobody listens I'm I'm frustrated that I don't get a break and even if I even even though the two times that I got a break it wasn't it, it was a a day-to-day break it wasn't a financial break it wasn't a like it wasn't a reset for me it wasn't like all right I trust you I trust that they're good I can relax I can be cool like I still I still was on alert It's not their fault, right? It's not. It's not their fault. It's my. It's my fault for how I choose the people I choose. Right. Everything is a learning experience, so I can't take out. I, I can't take it out on on them, even though they take out their frustrations towards their mother on me. But I was at my. I, I was at my wit's end, with me. About to, you know, next week I'll be 40. Next month, baby girl would have been three. And thinking that or having that that sit on my, my heart so heavy that people are missing. It's like the disrespect of you guys. To behave this way. And they're kids. And there's certain things that like they're gonna be kids and they're gonna get on my nerves and I understand it. But it's just other things that I just don't I don't I don't get. Right? I don't I don't understand. Um we got into it on on Halloween because my thing is safety. Period, even before Kennedy passed, even before uh, the situation where we aren't able to see money like that. Even before that, it's always been about safety. No matter what relate, like what relationship, friendship, whatever. Like it, it's just one of those things that once I'm attached to you, I want to know that you're safe. Now I don't, I don't care about every minute of your day, but I want to know that you're safe. Um, and since, since, since the girls 
meaning my daughter, since that situation happened, like my safety or my idea of safety is has escalated. And it has simply just escalated to let me know when you leave the house. Um, when you made it to your destination, let me know when you're on your way back. That's it. And that's been since the kids could talk, like that's what that's how we roll. On Halloween, on Halloween, because they don't normally really go trick or treating. Junior asked me if he could go somewhere like a month before. I was like, all right, bet. And nobody else had plans, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm a, you know. I'm going to grab us some candy like we normally do, whatever. Nobody had no plans. Last minute, twins, like, all right, I want to, um, excuse me, I want to go hang out with my friends. This is last minute. Again, I'm like, bro, like, all right. Matter of fact, no, I didn't say all right. The tracker went off on the phone. Junior's across town. I noticed the house is kind of quiet, so I'm like, all right, what's going on? So, Junior's across town, didn't say bye, nothing, had no idea he was gone. Twins downstairs on the game talking about he's about to leave, and I don't see Bossy and, and King, and they're, they're 10 and 12. Excuse me. I don't see them, so I'm like, yo, check the phone, uh, check the tracker. I don't see King's phone on there, so now I'm pissed off because everybody, uh, twins sitting downstairs, junior across town, don't nobody know where my littles are. I don't, like, I'm I'm confused. So I text everybody get back home now immediately because I know you're probably like 10 and 12, you know, that's old enough to be, to be Roman. I live in Arizona. It's about 60 to 100 new houses in this development. I don't know these people. I already live in Arizona. And it's so many things that happen out here. They've already, like, they were just walking home from school. Like, no, wasn't tripping. It was what it was. Um, probably like five, six o'clock, police pulled them over asking them for their information and stuff. They ain't never dealt with the police. So, of course, they give up the information. Now I'm pissed because why are you stopping my kids? They walk home. They ain't did nothing to nobody. And that happened a while That happened a while ago. So I'm telling them, like, clearly, we can't be doing that, especially around, at, at night. So I'm pissed because nobody knows where my kids are. And I don't, like, I love all my kids with the same intensity. But at certain times... You not my kid in that moment because you you are doing something to harm one of my other kids. So I like now I'm pissed because why is you out with your friends? Why are you sitting in the house and the ten to twelve year old outside? No, like nobody know where they are. And it wasn't even that they were outside. No one said anything to me that they were gone. So now I'm heated. Like go find my kids. So I'm I'm texting. I'm telling they're like oh I'm gonna go. So I'm looking on the phone tracker. Kev still where he at? Twins still sitting down downstairs. So now I'm pissed because there is no urgency. It's no urgency to go figure out if the kid, if they're safe. Y'all don't know who they went. Like, not like, again, nobody said nothing to me. 
heard somebody knock on the door. I heard him say, oh, uh, Kingston's friends are in our neighborhood and they're going to trick or treat. Okay, well, I bought candy for y'all. So either give them y'all candy or close the door. I went back upstairs to mind my business. Tracker went off. And now I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Nobody said nothing about nothing. And I'm trying to explain to them the, the, the importance of safety. I'm trying to explain to them why it's so important for me in general. I don't have it, it, it. It's about 20% of me like, all right, I lost a kid. I'm bugging. But it's 80% of where we live, how people act, how people look, the fact that they're young, the fact that like they don't have no tracker on the phone, the fact that kids are getting kidnapped, the, the fact that kids are getting put over by police for no reason. Like it's all right, I've already had two uh, instances with the police bothering my kids, and they shouldn't have. This is a story across the world, though, across the nation, though. So it's like, who am I to say that it shouldn't have happened? So knowing that it's a possibility that it happened, I'm telling them, like, all right, we got to be on our P's and Q's. Like, I need to know what what type of time y'all on, what, you know, what's going on. So if I got to rush to get to y'all or I have to be able to advocate for you, I need to know what's up. That's it. So I'm trying to explain to them that, like, yo, you already got put over by the police twice walking for nothing, just being black. And now y'all got my littles in the street by themselves with strangers. We have no idea who these people are. Like I live on, like on my block, I've been here for eight years. The guy that I, the guy that I knew, the one guy that I knew moved away. The lady across the street is still here. Other than that, it's pretty much all new people. And when you speak to them, they just look at you crazy, like whatever. So for me, it's like, no, I'm not letting my kids walk around the neighborhood when on regular days, when we speak to you, when we're out, you know, during our walk or whatever, or we just out laughing, chilling and we see y'all pass by and wave and, you know, you don't wave or you don't speak. It's like, no, I don't, that doesn't feel safe for me to allow a 10 and 12 year old by themselves with uh, no phone or anything um, to just roam a 200, 250 house development of people. By themselves or, or, or with strangers. I come up in a time where people was getting killed on Halloween. I come up in a time where people were just getting killed in general. Clearly, it's, it's not changed. I told the kids, I said, I guarantee you right now. And this was I said this verbatim Halloween night. I said, I can get online right now. I can even wait in the morning. And I can I will be able to pull up an article of a young black man getting killed, doing something, doing the simplest thing. Simplest thing. Woke up. Got on Twitter. I said takeoff was sitting in the corner, uh, a rapper. Sitting in the corner of Miner's business, situation happened, shots fired, he's he's dead. He wasn't he wasn't even involved like that. And that bothered me. It bothered me like so many deaths before. So many times seeing R.I.P. such and such run their music up. 
so many, you know, oh, he owned his masters, his family will get the money, yada, yada, whatever. So many T-shirts, so many hoodies, so many, you know, uh, shout outs and songs and. So much death in our community. And it sucks that I'm sitting here in Arizona and I'm telling you that there's so much death in our community. And that's my community here. But I have friends still in California and it's in their community. And I have friends in Michigan and I have friends in, in Texas and I have friends in freaking Atlanta and Florida, and it's their community as well. It's, 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 it's a worldwide thing. Violence is so embedded in us that when I say our community, you know I'm not specifically talking about where I live at, but in every community across the nation. This thing would take off, it really bothered me. Not even because I'm like this large Migos fan, not even because I'm this large rap fan. It's because I am a black man and I am a father and I'm raising kids who listen to their music. I'm raising kids who watch videos to who follow, you know, these guys and stuff like that. And I'm in a position now. To invoke change. And like I said before, I may not see it in my lifetime, but the steps that I'm taking now may be seeds planted in my my son's mind and they are able to invoke the change that they see me trying to 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 do. I'm friends with gang members. Well, I used to be when I was younger. Um, I come from poverty. I know people who've killed. I know people who who been murdered. And it always weighed heavy on me to a point to, like, I could never explain it. But it was this thing of, I don't want to show emotion towards this because everybody around me is, is rock solid. Everybody around me is, is emotionless. Everybody around me is rah-rah. We, we, we got to, you know, eye for eye. You take one of mine, I'm taking your whole family type, type vibes. And I never knew how to explain that feeling of, of, of being in the midst of that energy and feeling like this is not it. But being too afraid to say it out loud, that's not it. So I'm I'm silent. I'm listening. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm down for whatever. I'm down for the cause because that's what you do. You ride for yours, right? But that fear that's fear you don't that like you you don't want them to see you. You don't want them to see you scared. You don't want them to see you don't want them to see you change your mind you don't want that you don't want nobody to see you be the one that say enough so much stuff can be cleared up when we kill the ego 
the understanding is better. The, the faith is better. The belief is better. Like it's it's all better once you start realizing that it's not about you. Once you start understanding that every, it, it's a it's a chain reaction of things that have to happen for us to be who we're supposed to be, good or bad. I didn't feel good at all to have the conversation that next day with the kids to to tell them, like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is why safety is so important. And I'm not like by by no means at all do I want to. um, I hope I'm not coming off as if I am talking bad about that situation because I'm not. I feel so bad um, that that happened. More importantly, because like why we can't just chill, why we can't have disagreements and then get back to whatever we was doing. I laugh, you know, sometimes because uh, you guys know I'm, I'm in a group chat and DW is very strong-willed, and I told you guys before, he's very direct, and if you don't, like, him and I understand each other, but we we laugh because maybe four times in our friendship, right, where we were... Um, we differed on something. It wasn't nothing major or anything, but you know, oh, like we forty, so our era, we just talk. We gonna talk shit. It's gonna sound like we at odds. It's gonna sound like whatever, respectfully, right? And he'll say something, and those like I remember, like I don't remember the subject, but I remember how everybody like. They think that like it's it's something serious. The room gets quiet, everybody leaves and stuff, and it's just like, wait, what the hell is going on? Like this is how we discuss stuff. Like we not this ain't no fighting situation. This ain't no I'm mad at you, you mad at me. Like we're on a subject that we're passionate about our opinions of this subject, and that's how it comes off. And then after that, him and I, him and I laugh and it just, it gets really weird because it's like, everybody is so used to debates turning into arguments, turning into fights, turning into debt. And I said before, anytime that we can, we can agree to disagree and stay alive after, after that, that's a plus. I don't, I don't care how it's framed. I don't care who's there. I don't care what's said, what the extras are. As long as I and the person that was in the, the confrontation or debate or con- or, or conversation, um, as long as we straight, we straight. See, the problem is a lot of us, we get into these these conversations that look like arguments and stuff like that. And then we allow people around us to pump us up to 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 see it as that. So now the ego takes place and now it's like, all right. You think I'm a bitch, so I got to react like this. And it's like, no, I don't. But even if I do, I'm having a conversation with you respectfully. 
Don't let these people gas you up. That's what happened. I'll never forget. And I thought this was so funny as a, as a kid. I thought this was so, uh, so funny. And I thought it was okay. Right? I remember. I was in a weight room. And I'm going to date myself. But I had a pager. And... All of a sudden, my pager was missing. I don't know if it fell out of my pocket. I don't know what's what, but there was people around me. I'm like, yo, you know, I dropped my pager. Anybody seen it? Yada, whatever. And this cat was laughing. I'm like, oh, so you you got it. So me, I'm like, I'm going to run your pockets. And we in a weight room, right? Waiting for the meeting. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know what was going on because JV and Varsity was in there. So now... Because you got loud, I got loud. But the difference is, my brother's been at this school. So now I have to, in my mind, I can't, I can't not respond in, a, in the hood way. My mind is like, my rep and my brother's rep is, is on the line for this situation, right? Ego. In a weight room, ego. And they laughing like, oh, you ain't going to do nothing. You just talking, yada, yada, whatever. And one of my best friends was like, well, fire on them then. And I just, I swung. I fired on him. In my mind, that was the right thing to do. I'm talking to you. You talking crazy to me. You have something in mind. You trying to be funny with it. Somebody said swing, I swung. Because my mind was like, all right. If all I, nobody said my name, all I heard was fire on him. So if you, if, if it's whoever swing first. And at the time I thought that was funny. I thought like, all right, cool. Everybody's like, oh, I can't believe you did that. Yada, whatever. I got my pager back. Next thing you know, dude told his dad, had a meeting um, with the coach, his dad, him, whatever. And I'm like, yo, like he shouldn't have got in my face. Dumb, dumb. He shouldn't have got my face. I'm already struggling in life. I'm already thinking like, oh, I got to get the girls. So I'm already now I'm struggling in school uh, because I'm trying to impress the girls, ditching, doing whatever, you know, finger popping under the bleacher, sneaking, going away, sucking titties. Like I'm supposed to be at a track meet, like craziness. And I thought it was okay because someone was like swinging. It's like, that's how the world is. Like you, you, you be in that moment and everybody is surrounding you and the heat is turned up. And it's like, what do I do? And realizing that, like I think about that moment often and the world thrives on negativity. And the majority feeds into it. And when too many people feed into it, it's so easy for them to keep passing on that negativity to somebody else in, in, in droves. Because you don't want to be the one person that stands out to be the to be the change. You don't want to be the one person that goes against the grain. It's, it's like I tell uh, entrepreneurs, I'm telling you this by experience, keep going. They is it's, it's um, trust me. 
It's not that they don't like it. It's not that they think it's uh, cheap. It's not that they think it's expensive. It's not that it's ugly. It's none of those things. It's the arrogance and ego to not support a person who wasn't scared to go after their passion. A lot of people don't support because they wish they were strong enough to go after their passion. For whatever reason, there's a stronghold on them that won't allow them to move forward in the things that they want to do and feel like they can do to help change the world or change their world. Because everybody's not trying to help everybody. And that's okay. Every It's not meant for everybody to help everybody. There's people who are out there who are going to bring their family's name, greatness, within their family. And they're going to succeed for uh, uh, in the in the eyes of themselves and their family is certain people who are going to succeed in helping the world and helping the country and helping the people. It's going to pe- it's, it's it's always going to be that. But to get there, it takes a. A high level of vulnerability, it takes a high level of understanding it takes a high level of not being afraid to go against the grain yeah everybody's standing over there and it looks cool and it's warm and stuff like that but it's wrong but it's dark but it's heavy but it's ignorant while you standing over here and you're trying to change and you're trying to be different and they're, they're going to tell you, you think you better than me you think you better than us You think you somebody? I tell people all the time, listen, I get on here in this podcast and I'm positive and stuff like that, but you have no idea. You have no idea what I'm going through. You have no idea how I have to use that and remain positive. I can't dwell on the fact that my baby died. No matter how many times it hit me, I have to get up and I have to tell people it's going to be okay. I have to tell people, hey, keep pushing. I have to tell people, listen, use that hurt and that pain and that grief to drive you to the thing that's going to make you great. I'm sitting here on this podcast being being a man amongst many who are from the hood, moved out, trying to change, stuff like that. Trying to encourage people to change, trying to get people to understand. But we brought up in a way that there's no connection. We brought up in a way, like, I know people who, who, who people uh, who are related and one side of the family is blood and one side of the family is Crips. And when they in the field, that bloodline don't matter. If you in the way, you in the way. And that's generations of teachings. That's generation of brainwashing. That's generations of pain, of not being taught how to deal with what you need to, to, to deal with. Like, think about this. And I, I, I always this is something that I always think about, especially now. 
I'm not surprised that people are getting killed left and right by each other, by police, by whatever. I'm not surprised. And the reason why I'm not surprised is because everything we have disciplinary-wise in life from the time we are born until the time we die is abuse. It's no correction. When you're young, they train you by whooping you if you do wrong, by putting you in a corner, by putting you in your room. So solitary, solitary confinement, say like it is what it is. Um, altering, altering your, your, your food, right? Make like, like not having enough food for you. Like I tell the kids all the time, like there was like a month, two months, maybe like that I was solely buying TV dinners and they called my mom like, man, we all, that's all we eat in this TV dinners, yada, yada, whatever. And I forgot who else they called. And so I remember having a conversation with my mother and she was like, them boys talking about they don't got nothing to eat, yada, 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 whatever. Um, and of course she, you know, she want to, she, she want to get involved now. And so I'm telling her, like, ask them the Why? Right. Because we like we don't ask why enough. We just see the thing and we don't we don't ask why we don't try to get down to the legit the the I was about to say logistics. We don't get down to. The root of what happened It's straight emotion. Why you did that? They said they're not eating this, that and the other. So. I'm like, well. I was cooking four, five, six course meals. And I was finding it in the trash because in my mind, I'm like, you know, you didn't cook like that when we was little. And so I'm tr- I'm cooking, cooking, not because she didn't, because I like for me, cooking helps. But I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, they're eating TV dinners, not because they're on punishment. But because they keep throwing the food away that I cook and it's not even it's not the food's not even nasty. Right. It's not like I'm making them eat liver and lima beans and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, what y'all want to eat? All right, cool. You want chicken and broccoli? All right, well, I'm going to add rice and I'm going to add another vegetable for myself. Dessert, yada, whatever. And I, I, I get up in the middle of the night or I get up in the morning, you know, getting ready to take out the trash and I see, you know, a bunch of food in there. So I'm like, oh, OK. Cool. Y'all don't y'all don't want home cooked meals. My bad. I should have asked. Like I kept asking what y'all want to eat so that I could make a home cooked meal, but y'all really didn't want a home cooked meal. Because I'm finding it in the trash. So I'm like, all right, bet. So here go the TV dinners. And so I was like, no, you can't like my mom and uh I think it was who for the life of me, I can't think of the second person, but it was a big deal. You can't do that. And I'm like, well, technically, I can give them apple, an apple and a peanut butter sandwich, technically, and water. I can give them that exact, I can give them that exact thing three times a day legally, and that'll be fine. But everything, 
that we do. The response is a punishment. Yeah, there has to be a consequence. Like I say all the time, like people abuse you until you give them a real consequence. People are going to treat you a certain way in a relationship until you give them a, a consequence. Sometimes the consequence is you walking away. You're going to get abused until you either stand up to the abuser, call the police or kill everybody. That's it. But think about it. So you get in trouble as a kid. You get you get in trouble as a as a toddler, like from one to about four. You get popped. Five and up, five to about 10, 11, you get whooping. 12, you catching hands, feet, brooms, extension cords, whatever. And sometimes even younger than that, you might catch those things. But every single thing that leads up from us being born, every time there is a discrepancy in life, it's met with violence. So what do you think is going to happen when I'm an adult and you're an adult and we have a confrontation? We ain't going to talk about it. We're going to fight. You're going to try to kill me. I'm going to try to kill you. I'm trying to do my best to harm you. You're trying to do your best to harm me in the confrontation. Not because you really want to, but because if you don't, they're going to call you a bitch. And if you don't, they're going to call you a punk and tell you you soft and tell you you tarnishing your, your family name. So because there's so much ego in you and so much pride in you, you're going to pull the gun out and you're going to shoot. You're going to put your hands on somebody. You're going to stab somebody. You're going to choke somebody. You're gonna... Because you're not thinking. You don't know how to think. You don't know how to deal with your emotions. You don't know how to communicate or transfer that pain, transfer that anger, transfer that ego. You don't know how to translate that into verbal communication. So you impulsively respond in a way that's about to affect your life. And I know at some point when you become an adult, you have to begin to think for yourself and you have to understand things for yourself. But it's so difficult in real time when you are in a situation that it's fear, it's pain, it's uh, embarrassment, all these things wrapped into one. And the only thing that you're going to be able to grasp is a thing that you know the most, and that's violence. And if that's all you know and that's all I know, we're going to keep killing each other and we're going to keep going eye for an eye because I'm going to kill you. Your family going to kill me. My family going to kill whoever killed me. Your family going to kill whoever killed whoever killed me for killing you for killing the home. Like it's going to keep going on because that's what we taught. We raised in violence from outside and in. We worried about police killing us. Not too much worried about us killing us when we should be worried about everybody killing everybody. I have value and because I have value when I'm in altercations or uh, um, difficult situations with people, because I, I, I value who I am, I value them as a human being, not because they deserve it, not because maybe they earned it, but because I got to value you because I value my freedom and my life. And it's only two things could happen. We all going to die in this situation or we all going to walk away from the situation. 
and I choose peace, I choose to to teach my kids uh, communication. I teach my kids, you know, through through action. I'm not putting my hands on you. Like I told them, and, and like I looked at my son in the face. I said, I said, twin, because you're the one that understand me the most. I'm gonna say this to you, and I'm gonna say it clear. You guys are putting me in a position to be like, all right, go with your mom. I'm not gonna keep on. I'm not gonna keep on like begging y'all to to act right, to behave, to listen. Y'all teenagers, y'all gonna do what y'all gonna do. But it's like three things in life. It's like three things for real that I be on their ass about. Other than that, like we learn together. Safety for me, non-negotiable. Like, period. It's my. I run the safety plan. Period. So everybody, when they everybody tell me their 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 plans, I'm going here, I'm going there, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I don't really care about all of that. All I care about is the safety of it. Is their parents there? If not, where y'all gonna be at? You know, are y'all staying in that location or are y'all going multiple places? Excuse me. That's it. Y'all not spending night in nobody's house. Ain't nobody spending night over over here. That's it. Excuse me. We get lost in so many things. We get lost in so many emotions. And for whatever reason, as humans, we have uh, an array of emotions, an array of feelings and thoughts and stuff like that. But the most used emotion is anger. The most used activity in our life, it, 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 it's fighting whether verbally or physically. And until we learn how to calm ourselves down, that's going to be the response for everything. Death is going to be the response for everything. And it's, it's tiring and it's difficult to process. It's, it's, it's harmful to all of us. I got a, what is this show? Not show, but it was a movie. And I'm mad because I know it. And it's pretty new. Um, I'm looking for it. So give me a second. But the movie is with Idris Elba. Um, and I think Jay-Z produced it. And I'm so mad because like I watch it like, Every other week. But I be getting lost. The harder they fall. The harder they fall. Was a very very good movie. And even though it was set as a western. And there's so many things in there that. Me as a city kid could relate to. And had so many things that I was. I'm, I'm used to witnessing and. And it gave an eyewitness account of what happens 
when you use violence as your answer, right? Idris Elba's character, or his father, killed his mother and moved on and created this whole new life. And uh, Rufus, Idris Elba, his name is Rufus Buck. And Rufus became an adult. And he searched and he searched and he searched and he held on to the anger and he held on to the pain of his father killing his mother and, and just leaving him, leaving him to to be by himself, to grow old, to to figure life out. And Rufus did. He figured it out. He figured out that he was going to become the most powerful man he could become. And he did that through violence. And then he got older, finds his dad, finds that his dad is married with a kid, smokes him, parent or smokes the mom, the dad or smokes the mom. And then the dad is like, no, don't do it, whatever, smokes his dad. And then he leaves the son uh, or he leaves his brother a lot. At this time, they, he don't, the little brother don't know their brothers. And now the little brother, because he witnessed this man kill his parents, now he follows the same cycle of getting older, doing what he has to do to to survive. And it turns, you know, Jim creating a gang, becoming a murderer, becoming a thief, becoming all these things just to get to the point to where he killed his brother. And that's how life works. One person kills one and now I got to grow up or I got to wait because somebody got to die for this. And then so now you do you do your dirt and somebody see that and like I got to I got to get revenge for this person. And I got and it, and it keeps going and it's on and on and on. And then we just dying. We're just dying left and right and left and right. All because we don't know how to have conversations. All because we are suffering through a trauma that we are so afraid to admit as a trauma that we just keep on reacting in the way that we are. We look at therapy and we downplay it and we we disregard it. We look at conversations of vulnerability. Um, we get. Hold on, I'm so sorry. All right. Um, we get lost in, in, in that revenge and afraid of being free. I tell her, listen, I'm, I am on the line of dear heavenly father and I'll blow the whole shit up. As simple as that. I'm open and I'm vulnerable. And I tell people that because I, I, I want, like, I don't ever want to get TMZ to where like, I'm out and somebody tripping and I got to throw hands and y'all like, I thought that was the peace guy. No, 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 no. I'm peacefully flawed. I'm trying. I'm trying to be peaceful, but I am heavily flawed. I am dealing with every trigger uh, that I possibly can to to get past everything. But everybody is not willing to put in that work. Some people thrive in that darkness and that's fine. Right. Like you, you live in there, but don't bring it over here with me. I want to see people grow. I want to see people, 
you know, elevate in their in their businesses and their passion and their purpose. I'm quiet a lot because a lot of things don't require it, it, it don't require a response. And not because it really doesn't, but because I'm not wasting my words on people. If I know that's if I know that your goal is just to fight, I'm not wasting my words on you. Fight, you can fight yourself. Go fight your reflection. Go fight your reflection. How about that? Leave me the fuck alone. Stop trying to ruin my life and go fix yours. When it comes down to it, it be simple things that be wrong that we afraid to go fix, that we afraid to stand up, we afraid to stand out. Like, again, I'm not known for being super tough or any of that. But I'm surely not known for this. I'm surely not known for being on a podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm most inspirational with football and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I try to give good advice and stuff, and stuff, but I can't do that too much because where I live at, I got to keep some type of uh, a toughness. I got to keep some type of ego going, some type of arrogance, like some type of uh, 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 persona per se. That shit dumb. My son right now is struggling with his identity. Because he don't want to listen to me. He's struggling. He's trying to fit in. He's trying to figure it out. I keep telling him we're not followers. I'd rather be by myself than follow a crowd. Like me and my peers, like we, you know, me and, and my peers, my group that I that that I rolled with when I came up, we was equal. Period. Wasn't nobody following nobody. None of us, you know, wasn't no um None of us caught no Rico or nothing like that. Like, wasn't no following going on. We was all doing our own thing. There was either agreement or, like, whoever didn't go, didn't go. But nobody was like you, like, you the little homie. Like, we, we was equal. I, I tell my son all the time, you, you fighting with yourself because you you afraid to identify who you are. Because some of the stuff that you feel like you are, they aren't. Because, like, he's into anime, he's into, you know, video games like everybody else. He's into robotics and stuff like that. His friends are more so into sports. He don't get it that he don't have to do that. He can still be friends with them and still be in robotics. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I've told him that a million times. And so him and I, we, we, we get into it. Because he wants, like, again, teenagers... We all had to, we all had to to go through it. The reason why it's difficult for me is because I didn't have what I'm trying to give him. I didn't have, and it's difficult for me. But he's his own person. So the reason why it's difficult because I'm exercising the right to stand on who I say I am. Meaning, all right, you don't want my advice. It's certain things I'm gonna give you unsolicited advice on. Right. Because that's just what dads do. But for the most part. If you don't want it, I'm not I'm not going to give I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to force you. I said what I said. You said what you said. And we got to go from there. 
But I'm trying to, like I, like I told him, I'm trying to show you what somebody should have showed me. And maybe it wouldn't have took me so long to get to this point of figuring out what I want to be and who, and, and who I want to be. If somebody told, told me or showed me the things that I'm showing my sons in general, the things that I go over on this podcast, the vulnerability. If somebody told me it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to 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 be confused, it's okay to uh, go through things and not understand them, it's okay. If somebody would have said that to me or uh, led by example with that, I might uh, I might not be this far off into depression. I might not be so triggered with anxiety. My goal is to make them better than me for them to see far further than I can. I'm never looking right right here. I'm always looking ahead, but I need them to get on my shoulders and look even further because that's where they're going to end up at. We go through so many emotions when we're in altercations and so many thoughts and I can't be a punk, you know, I can't let, especially if we're, you know, with our women and something jumps off and stuff like that. And I don't know if anybody feels this way. But the embarrassment you feel from backing down. It's sometimes so haunting. It'll make you make the incorrect decision. You start sweating a little bit, your heart start racing and you already have in your mind like I'm a chill. It takes one laugh, it takes one snicker, one it takes one oh you scared for you while being scared to go and react in a way to prove you aren't scared instead of understanding like nah this ain't this ain't it and just backing down i'm at a place now call me a punk call me whatever do whatever i am going to get back home i'm not going to jail for anybody you can talk how much you want to talk you can do whatever you want all right cool i'm a punk i'm a bitch i'm soft yes Leave me alone. I don't do that for them. I do that for me. I do that because I want that. I want that part of me dead. I want that, that, that feeling, that idea that I can't be smart about the decisions that I make that uh, uh, involves confrontation. I laugh at people like I laugh at people often. Because something had come to my mind in regards to this a while ago. And every time it crossed my mind, I think about it. Like, even in real war, certain times they like, nah, we not doing that. And they'll say we don't have enough troops or we don't have enough this or we don't have a reason or yada yada. But a lot of times we're human. A lot of times the people in charge like, man, fam, listen, this ain't what we want. We don't say nothing. We act like it never happened. We act like, you know, we didn't see it. We act like, oh, well, I guess it was a drill. No. Somebody was about to fight. They start analyzing the situation. 
and one of the parties is like, nah, this ain't, th- th- nope, we don't got it. We don't got it. It ain't not even close to being even. But as human beings, we don't have that same, we don't have that same skill. We don't have friends that are like, not, hey, listen. You gonna get you gonna get mixed up, bro. Like like we don't have friends like that. Think about that. Think about all the fights you got in and you have friends around. Think about all the arguments you got into uh, with your with your spouse and you have friends around. Like you you with your friends and then y'all arguing over the phone. Maybe not spouse, but 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 boyfriend or girlfriend, right? We rarely have a person in a group that be like, nah, you wrong, like. Stop talking to that, that woman like that. Stop doing that woman like that. You're wrong. We rarely have that in the group. It's like, oh, they yelling, so yell back. Fuck that. We, you, the, the women, they rarely have a, a, a girlfriend that's like, hey, man, like you, you wildin'. That man really love you. It's very rare. Like people, like people don't speak about that. Because they're afraid and like we, we laugh at and all this demonic stuff, all this dark stuff, all the, every time somebody become a billionaire or things happen, it's Illuminati, they this, they that. It's a secret society. Where is our secret society of lifting people up then? I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of the unknown group that like somebody was miserable today and then you see them tomorrow and they're they're super happy. I want somebody to be like, yo, that's the happy Illuminati. Y'all know I'm, I'm, I don't know. But where's that group at? Where's the group that can be stern, can be entertaining, can be educational, um, can be um, uh, 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 powerful, be protective, but also be peaceful? Where's that? Where's that group that's like, hey man, put that fucking gun up. This is like, I'm telling you, this is why, like, I don't, I don't call a lot of people friends, like for real, for real authentic. Like, I, I feel like I could joke, laugh, cry, whatever with you, but I am grateful that the three people that, that are my day to day friends, right? I'm so glad that the three of them would be like, Hey, you are fucking tripping. And stand on it. It don't change the friendship. It don't change. It's been many a times to where I'll say something and my boy Mac would be like, man, you tripping. You, you wilding, bro. Or he'd be like, man, you stupid. I, I can't fuck with that. And if you know Mac, when he says he can't mess with it, <laughs> I mean, I'm wilding, right? Touching DW. I'll be frustrated. I'll be like, I'll be so mad in at something and I'll, you know, I'll be like, man, I, I like not even I can't believe it. But, yo, like this shit made me mad. This, that and the other. And Tati's super sweet. But when she has to, she'll she'll do her thing. Um, so DW mainly he'll he'll lead the. Hey, what? What? Like, man, if you don't sit your ass now. 
as many times I'll be frustrated, I'll be going through it and I feel like I'm spiraling and I'll go in there and I'll say something and he'll and, and he'll hear it and respond to it. And the, like it's, it's hilarious to me because I will be really mad. And he's not the one to feed into it. My brother, not the one to feed into it. Mac, like Mac don't play about me like. But he don't feed into it. It's, it's either are we going to war or are we not with them? And if we not, they're like, shut up then. Like, say what you're going to say. Cool. I hear you. Okay, so we're not doing nothing. So what's that about? That's the type of, of friendships that we need. That's the type of people that we need that are not afraid to encourage you when you when you need to be encouraged, um, especially when that encouragement is like, hey, you got to calm down. I see this is this is how you're feeling about this this particular thing. But like DW is a history guy. And I forgot what the kids did. And I'm going, oh. It was last year. <laughs> last year I was about to take their Christmas away. I forgot what they did. And he got so mad. <laughs> but I was like, I was mad for real. And then I got mad at him, but it was like one of those like, dang, he right. And he was just like, I hear you, but the goal is to make the kids' lives better than ours. You have to find a different way because they're kids and whether they believe in Santa Claus or not, Christmas is important to them. That is a staple, you know, in in our culture, just in general in, in the nation. Right. So he's like, you got to find a way not to create an issue while fixing the issue. I understood that. Because in my mind, all right, y'all tripping y'all wild and I'm about to take Christmas from y'all. And He's like, no, you about to create a trigger and a, a traumatic moment for them. So you have to find a way to fix whatever the issue is without creating that. And I was like, dang, like, I didn't look at it like that. Because again, tit for tat. That's how discipline works. I say do something, you don't do it. Here comes the, like, here comes the tat. Until you learn how to deal with yourself, until you learn how to deal with that, that emotion of I'm embarrassed, you are frustrating me, but it's not harming me, right? It's not doing me no harm um, with whatever you're doing. I just don't like it. And so instead of me getting mad about it, like, like I was, I'm like, hey, don't do that around me. It wasn't that it was unsafe. It wasn't that it was uh, hurting someone else. I just was viewing it like, mm, that, uh, don't do that. Don't don't talk like that. Don't don't do that. But I can't keep. I can't keep. How can I put it? I can't keep putting my jacket over the puddle for these kids. They ass got to fall in and get wet a couple of times. And I'm learning and, and, and not even that I'm learning. It's something that I feel like I'm low key 
I'm I'm about to move like you know how they got uh white belt, black belt, blue belt, whatever, whatever. I feel like I'm about to move to the next rank as a result to that. Because I allow them to come to me now. I allow them to to do what they're gonna do and I allow them to come to me. I'm no longer like Oh, you're annoying me, so I'm gonna tell you you're annoying me, or or you're getting on my nerves. So now I have to reprimand you for getting on my nerves. It's one of those things that I have to teach you how to deal with the uncomfortability. Like so, for my kids, I make, like even when we in the midst of it, I make them look me in my eyes. It's so uncomfortable because you see all the emotion, you see the the lip quivers, you see the the flare of the nose, you see the the. The inhale and the exhale, you see the anger, you see the hurt. We look in each other's eyes. Because I want you to be able to get out of that moment. I want myself to be able to get out of that moment without aggression. I want us to be able to get out of that without arguing. I want to be able to... Process what that is right there that you feel. All right, now you tell me what you just feel. Right now, twin has this this huffing and puffing, this ball on his fist situation, right? I said, we can handle this two ways. Either we could fight so you can understand that I'll knock your ass out. Or we can take that rage that you feel right now and we can turn it into words and you can tell me, why are you so passionate or why are you so angry about this thing? What's what's going on? What's the real reason? Because he said, I don't know a lot. Nope, you're 15. Actually, it, wait, is he fit? No, he, yeah, he's 15. So all that I don't know, nope, don't work. All that, I'm going to be silent. Like, he'll do the silent treatment. He and, and he doesn't understand this, but I love the silent treatment. So we're going to do it together while looking at each other. And then he gets mad. He gets mad because I was like, no, gaze into my eyes. Look at me like you love me. Right? Because I'm mad, too. You mad, too. You, you, I keep telling you, hey, don't do that. I keep telling you, you you can't you have to try to can can control your impulsiveness. You have to. And now we both sitting here mad because you done done something. But you mad at me for bringing it up. And I told them that on Halloween, I said, y'all get so mad at me for bringing shit up that I wouldn't bring up if you wouldn't behave like you do. How you mad at me because you did something to me? And so I coached them through that. Your feelings are hurt. You're mad. You feel like you was in control of something. And you feel like I ripped the rug right from under you. And I did. Because I let you drive. And you keep driving into the fucking wall. And so before you do that, I have to take the wheel and say, hey, stop. Full stop. What I'm learning how to do when I take the wheel is just stopping. Like, like, and I'm saying this metaphorically. So when I see them spiraling and I see them doing stuff that is kind of sketchy, is kind is is off, I step in, full stop. Hey, you got to figure this out from right here. I'm gonna stand right here, and I'm saying this metaphorically, not literally standing up on them. 
but I'm in it now. I see that you 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 keep spiraling out of control. So now I'm standing right here. I'm standing right here not to monitor you, but to be available to you to grab on as a foundation to stop spiraling. I can stand here and in and not try to coach you. My presence is enough. To stand here. And allow you to figure it out and be your protection while you figure it out and be your backup while you figure it out, uh, be your primary while you figure it out. But I'm no longer taking the wheel to drive. We going to stand right here until you get the directions that you need to go on your journey. And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to go once you tell me. I'm not leading. I'm not leading you no more. Cause you, cause if I lead you, I don't want to do the extras. I'm gonna lead you to, I'm gonna lead you to A or B. You're not getting all them points in between. I'm not stopping there for you. So because I know that for a long while now, it's a full stop. When there's altercations, when there's situations at school, when there's situations at work, okay, this is this is how I would handle it. Where where is your head at on this? And either you're going to say something that is going to allow me to respond and us take a step forward, or you're going to say something that completely confuses me. And I'm like, we can't move from here. I'm big on standing still until we get the understanding, at least. We don't have to figure out the whole entire plan right here. We don't need to even figure out how we were fully wrong, but we got to figure out this moment right here so that we can step into better light. The goal is to reach a level of understanding. And what understanding does, understanding allots us the, uh, the forgiveness needed to keep a relationship together that needs love and care, that needs understanding, that needs mistakes to grow. A lot of us are not in relationships right now because of the mistakes that we made. And a lot of us have made some very, very egregious uh, mistakes. Some of us have have went way too far with the mistakes, but it's, it's, it's a lot of people right now that are not together solely because there's no communication. There's no conversation. There's no forgiveness. There's no understanding. I know people have hard nose. If you do that, then then that cool. I understand that. But if you doing shit and your partner doing shit as well, there has to be a level of understanding. You can't like, no, you can't say what you did hurt more than what I did to you. You don't know that shit. Because we didn't have a conversation. We don't have conversations. We get straight to fighting, period. If we lose a fight, we pop the trunk. Pull out a weapon. If we get beat up, a lot of times people go back for revenge. And all people want to do is record. Nobody want to say, hey, don't do that. Everybody's laughing. Everybody, oh, look, look at them fighting. Look at this. Look at that. And then when when somebody did. Then when somebody did. We want to cry. Nah, don't cry now. What is you crying for? 
You was right there. You was right there in the mix of it. You could have you could have stood up and been like, "Hey, don't do that. I don't, I don't do that." We got to take our minds back, people. We have to take our communities back, people. I know, I know. We build something, they burn it down. They don't want us a part of their shit either. I know, I know, I know. It's difficult. It's disheartening. It's, it's uncomfortable. I know. But we have to keep on trying to build. We have to keep on trying to be better. We have, Not for them. And by them, I mean, I mean whoever them is. Whatever race, whatever gender, whoever, who, whoever them is to you. We can't worry about that. We got to keep trying, keep trying to make a difference in what we're trying to do, keep building. Yeah, they're going to come take it. We can't let them. Yeah, it's going to get good. And they're going to offer millions and billions. And we can't. No. There's so many like-minded people, good and bad. But the world wants us to stick to our own. The world wants us to be The world wants us to be so pro our own race, it's not even funny. You can't date outside your race, you can't be friends outside your race, you can't shop Outside your community, you can't do these things or you get looked at crazy. There's a divide here, divide there, yada, yada, whatever. It's, it's, it's just over and over and over. And at what point do we say enough is a fucking enough? Y'all not tired? Nobody's coming for us. Nobody's coming to save us. The more and more we stay divided, the more and more we'll sink, the longer it'll take. I laugh all the time because there's this thing that goes around every couple of months on social media. And it says, hey, y'all do realize that if enough of us sent one person a dollar. And we just continue to rotate. Of who gets the dollar. People will be debt free. And as helpful as that is, the ego of I ain't doing that because it, it, it probably ain't going to never happen to me. It's so prevalent that we stuck. It's simple. If we just simply came together and just all just start shopping with each other. Bartering with each other, lifting each other up, right? And I'm talking about like-minded people. I'm not talking about blacks only, whites only, Asian only, uh, Latina, Latino only. I'm not talking about, I'm talking all of us together who are like-minded and in, in, are tired of bigotry, tired of disrespect, of racism, of classism, of uh, tired of all the isms. At what point do we say... We got this. Do, at what point do we make it known that 
It's a group of us that's sticking together, and we are the reason that each other are flourishing. We are the reason that, like, like that each other are able to be lifted up mentally. We are the reason why everybody's uh, uh, bills are paid amongst each other, right? It'll never happen because we are all brainwashed to think that we are all scammers. We're all against each other. Nobody's going to help. Nobody's going to return a favor, yada, yada, whatever. It, it goes back to, to what I say about supporting in general. Like me and my brother laugh at this all the time. The clothes, the shoes, the hats, the food, the, like it all comes from the same exact places. What makes it different is that the person who is wearing it. Rihanna has a has an over, uh, oversized sweatsuit right now that she's selling. I've been selling sweatsuits for two years. I can cut the tag off of mine and put a Fenty tag on there. And there's certain vendors that I have access to that you wouldn't know that it's a peacefully flawed or or Fenty. Only reason why you would know it is because it would say peacefully flawed and not Fenty. But because you don't see the Fenty, because you don't see the Nike, because you don't see the Louis, the Gucci, because you don't see that, you assume that it's fake. And if we're being honest... The Gucci, the Louis, the Adidas, the Nikes, all, all that shit is fake. Because it's been made by, by machines. It's been automated by machines. These small businesses, including myself, we got to come up with the design. Like, the hours it takes to come up with a design. A lot of us are hands-on and have our machines. The, the, the time it takes to, to, to sew the stuff together or embroider or screen print, come up with an idea that fit, the sizing, the resizing, the, all, the, the time that it takes to get, the, to, to get the, the pieces, to customize, to do what you need to do. By the time you get that fabric and stuff like that, you should be charging what these automated companies are charging. It's not that it's inexpensive or it's not that it's cheap and not that it looks, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. We got to wake up and start and start valuing what we create. I don't care if I'm not a, I'm a celebrity to somebody. I go up to my kid's school. I'm a celebrity to them teachers. They have no idea who I am for real. All they know is that I don't play about my kids. I'm going to advocate for my kids. I'm going to come to every event for my kids. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to the conferences. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to be involved. Like, I'm a celebrity to them. Every time they thank you for your involvement. Every time I talk to one of them, oh, my God, your kids this, your kids that. I'm a celebrity to them. So I have value too. I have value. You have value. 
And as soon as we wake up and stop looking at our friends, like I have people that I'm that I'm super close to. They ain't supported peacefully flawed a day in this existence. Going out of their way to tell me they're going to support, but can they get a discount? These are people that I love and I care about. And no, you're not getting a fucking discount. You're not. Not without not without support. I don't like. No. And I know that sounds crazy and it sounds it sounds harsh, but we always asking our friends and, and, and stuff and family for a discount. And it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it. I know it's going to be some times where I got to give stuff up for free to do things. For, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that, but it shouldn't be with y'all. Y'all shouldn't be the ones asking for the discounts. It's one thing about me that if I see that you support me, I'm going to give you the discount regardless. I got a whole ass VIP program because people, these people aren't afraid to be the first one to get it. They're not afraid to be like, hey, I got it. Like DW is like, hey, man, all right, I, I, I fuck with this particular thing, but we got to figure out a real big and tall plan. Like I'm managing, but we got to figure it out. So what have I done? I've been figuring it out. I've been, you know, trying to look for vendors that have big and tall plus size stuff, you know, having meetings back to back, um, trying to, to to find an honest and reputable uh, company. You know, it's hit and miss when you when you start in business. And when everybody when it seems like everybody is against you, it's like because everybody is trying to make it and they don't have time to support, but they don't understand. They want you to support like it's, it's somebody right now that has a business that wants me to support them. But wouldn't raise an eyebrow to anything that I do. Because it's ego. For me, I'm go- excuse me. Sometimes I be buying like my home, excuse me, my home girl, Lamisha. And I had a full, I had a full head of locks at the time, right? She does all my bracelets. You probably can't see it. She does my bra- my bracelets and my anklets, right? Well, she had put out a hat um, and it was, it was obviously directed at women. I bought that shit because that's my friend and she has a business. I'm sorry, I keep on. I don't know if I'm tripping or what. Y'all can't see me on here. I think a bug flew in my drink, but I'm not. I'm not certain. And now I'm mad. But um, I got. I got the hat. I don't wear the hat because I, I. I can't fit the hat because my hair. My head is too full. But I bought it to support. That's it. Like I spend so much money on 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 takeout. I spend money on random candy and shit for the kids. I spend you know random money, and I, well I can't say random money because it's business, but it's money that I spend on stuff that I want versus need. A lot of times, I'm not asking nobody to support me off just hey support me because I'm me. I'm supporting people. I'm getting their. Pro- I don't. I don't know you. I don't like. I just like. I, I. I like your vibe. You have a product. I see you trying to get your shit off the ground. So, 
here go here go $20, $40, $50, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. But we all beat down and we all scared and we all uh, have this thing where I've been discriminated against and things are against me and that's against me. And that, so I'm, I don't want to do nothing. I just want to build my stuff. And then the reality of it is like you you think you're not progressing in your business. You think you're not progressing in your life because of something that you are doing. And a lot of times it's what you aren't doing. Right. I've, I've seen this. Over and well, I paid attention to it recently again. Like I, it's it's it happens every so often, obviously, um, in the open to where I'm able to to pay attention to it, um, even though I know literally it happens all the time. I will see somebody go out of their way to give a compliment, and someone will be like, "Oh, you dick riding, da 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 da, you jocking, get off their nuts, this that and the other." And you'll see that person get attacked and attacked and attacked. And you see how people we deem celebrities, right? They won't respond to the person encouraging them. They won't respond to the person lifting them up. They won't respond to that nice comment. But they'll respond to the negative. And they'll go back and forth. And sometimes it's not even one of those points of contentions that like it's 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 killing your character. It's just like a regular opinion. You short and you ugly. You ain't never been like I'm like I know I'm handsome. I, I know that. Right. But I've been called short and ugly so many times. It's not even funny. And I just be laughing like, oh, that's crazy. And then that's it. I'm not I'm not going to feed into it. I'm, I'm here. I look I, I see myself in a mirror. But we all we we're, we're stuck in this idea that we have to we have to be extremely negative. We have to pull the person down that's trying to be positive. We have to pull them out of the the uh, the the. We have to pull them out of the line of sight from said celebrities. We can't let that sink in. We can't let you be positive. We can't let you love on this celebrity. We can't let them see that. They might pull you up. You might become one of them if we allow them to see you bigging them up. And so you see that and it's just like flooded with negativity after negativity, fight posts, killing posts, food poison posts, rape posts. Uh, I hate this post. I hate that person. Like. That's what like and people call it free speech. And. It's like, at what point do you want better? At what point do you sit down and, and you say, man, I can't be a hater all my life. I can't do this. I got to figure it out. If, 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 if we spent the amount of time, right? And I'm saying we, like, I know for a fact I don't do that shit, but I'm not above nobody. I don't know if I, I like, I could see something right now when I, when I finish this pod and be like, all right, fuck that. You seem too happy. They, like, I want that. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. 
I'm saying right now, up to this date, I never felt that. I see people be positive and I see everybody come after them. I see their positivity get ignored. Um, and then I see them get frustrated. Oh, you could respond to this negativity, but none of the love that you ever get. And I see people get frustrated. And so they start to give more negativity, right? But again, if I support you and you support me, we both win. If we win and we take that to two other people and they win, they're going to take that to, to other people. It's this lady I was telling my brother about, right? Because um, I did a thing. I had I did a, uh, hey, for the month of October, I'm donating whatever you purchase. Made one purchase in October. Or, or made one sale in October. I'm still going to donate it. I don't care how low it is. I said what I said. The company is going to donate 20% of all of October sales. It ended up being one sale. Um, I'm going to make a, a video about it so everybody can see it was the one sale. I'm going to donate. I'm going to post the receipt of the actual donation. It, was, it, it is what it is. I see this lady all the time on TikTok, right? And I don't know how I, I'm a, I, like, I don't know why she came up with this idea or what, but I noticed that she'll get on there. She'll get on live and she'll sit on live. Hey, Somebody gonna get somebody is gonna get blessed tonight from me being blessed from people supporting the business. And she shows her her uh Shopify thing. Like she showed the, the orders coming in or she showed whatever amount, uh whatever her time frame is. So if she say anything I do today. So at night she'll show her sales for for yesterday, right? Like so she'll sell uh she'll show it. And then she'd be like, all right, such and such, you're getting $200. Such and such, you're getting $100. And, and uh, I, she has a threshold of like how much, she, uh, how much of that she's going to give away. But I see it often. She don't have to do that, but she chose like, all right, bet. I want to I flourish in my business, but I can't flourish without the people. So what I'm going to do for every certain for every hundred dollars, I'm going to give this amount away to the people. I love that for her. I love to see people uh, uh, solely like I'm supporting you because you're supporting the people. I'm getting stuff from you that I, I know I'm not going to wear, but like my like I support. I support black business that. Of the stuff that I use, right? Because it's stuff that that I really need it to be like. I really need you to understand my my hair textures, my skin, um, the, my my lips. Like I need you to understand how the weather affects all that. Like truly, from experience, you know, especially when you're creating, you know, hair uh, hair products, uh, lip scrub, face mask, etc., stuff like that. So for me, I I go there, but I don't just stay there. Because I've had I've had bad experiences with with all races, but I'm gonna lift my people up. I know I know hella people who make who make uh, bracelets, who make uh, nice bracelets and stuff like that. And I don't talk down on them, but I have a bracelet person. So when they ask me, I don't I'm not offend, I'm not I, I'm not in it to be offensive. Hey, I'll buy it, but I'll probably give it away as gifts. To be honest with you. Because I want to support you. But I have a person that handles 
my my bracelets and my anklets. Reason being is because how she handles the product before she gets it to me. It, it, it's, it has great energy when it comes to me. She is a loving person, a caring person. I see how she handles herself, how she handles her, her, her duties as a mother, stuff like that, how she runs her business, how she supports other people. So I'm like, nah. So I don't order bracelets or anklets from nobody else. I ordered from her three, two, three times, four times maybe, um, and I, I, I don't, I don't leave without my bracelets. But it's, it's the ability to kill the ego and understand that me supporting her don't don't mean that I'm not gonna get support, and because I support her. Or support or or in support by support, I mean purchasing whatever you have or whatever, or just retweeting, liking, whatever. I can do it because of who I see that you are. Not because, well, I spent 20 with you, well, you need to spend 20 with me. That don't make no fucking sense. I tell people, no, like, I had, I, like, once I'm attached to you in any kind of way, that's just what it is. I'm a rock with you in any kind of way that I can. I want us all to get out of this, this mind state that everybody is against us. So we have to be by ourselves and we have to fight alone and I can't support you. You can't support me. I, I can't lift you up and big you up and, and, and show you love in public. That's the thing. That's the thing. My guy DW hit me up the other day. I was like, yo, I swear to God, I just seen somebody in a peacefully flawed shirt. And it threw me off. Um, not in a bad way. He said that he had like he had followed the guy, not in a creepy way, but like he was tripped out too because it was like, dang, my my boy grinding. And to see it on somebody else randomly while you somewhere you know on the east coast it's like that's crazy it's those little moments right there that make me feel away because it's like it's it's things that like you don't know who really support for real you don't know if they supporting you because like the same reason why I support people and they giving the stuff away, not really wearing it and just like they're being the financial supporter but just like all right I like I'm gonna get us to the nephew I'm going to get this to, to, to my homegirl. I'm going to get this to my girl. Whatever. But we have to get out of that. In order to get out of it, like, and, and the reason why we have to get out of that in, in being able to support each other, because once we, once we get to that idea of I'm going to support you because I like what you're doing, we can start to delete that, that, uh, that file in our mind that creates the hatred, the jealousy, the anger, right? Because if 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 I'm being honest, right? If I see a person that's thriving in their business, it's not to like I don't want to take you down. Hey, I have this idea for me. Do you think you can put me? You think you can give me some information that can at least get me started? I tell people all the time, I will never ever make anybody feel how I felt when I first started my business. People were really like, 
I'm not telling you where to get a tracksuit from, to get joggers, to get hoodies from. I'm not telling you any of that. Um, I'll give you my vendor list for $800. I'll give you a connect for $500. Like I see these tweets all the time about gatekeepers and I hear the word gatekeepers all the time and I never understood what it meant until I had that experience. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I don't care if if I do poetry, this neighbor do poetry, this neighbor do poetry, the back neighbor do poetry. It's different. I'm not shooting you down because you do what I do. I'm not having these altercations with you and these conversations with you with the intent of one of us dying afterwards. I have too much going on in my mind to worry about uh, uh, what everybody is going to say. I'm trying to get something accomplished. Are you trying to get it done or are you not? I'm not dying from somebody being egotistical because they're embarrassed at laughter. I'm not dying over me getting into a road rage. I'm not doing that. I'm not dying over colors. I'm not doing it. I'm not dying because your girlfriend want me. I don't know that you with her or I'm not, I'm not dying. It's all a conversation. It's all about ego. Kill that shit. Dead your ego. So that you can move in a way that you understand fully and you can have control over that. We can't control what we can't control. But until we start to deal with ourselves, we're going to be out of whack, period. We always going to have these emotional responses. We always going to have these aggressive responses. We always going to have these moments to where we feel like everything is life or death. And I can't be in this conversation with you because I don't know if 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 I'm a leave here. I can't support you because if I support you and they see that I support you, they're not going to support me because they have an issue with you. I said last week, community is so important, and I mean that, and it, and it is. But it starts with yourself. It starts with you understanding that you you your shits think too. No matter what you think, no matter how much money you have, no matter how many awards you have, no, no, uh, no matter how many fans you have that tell you you are great, your shit stink too. And if you don't realize that, if you don't believe that, then you are the problem. It's been back to back to back to back to back death. David Arnold affected me. Comedian. He brought me and my kids together. Right? He brought me and my kids together. We laugh at him together. That was something that we uh, uh, we got to do together. We discovered him together. Or we uh, um, not discovered him. That's the wrong word. We all found him at the same time. And we watched him as a family. Teddy Ray. I, I watched Teddy Ray religiously. So much joy, so much laughter. Pat Stay. Genuine guy. I mean, these are these are these are celebrities. I'm not saying that I know them personally. 
But I've interacted with them all, you know, just having a conversation with them. These are people that, you know, are, are you know, million and thousandaires. That few days out of the months I was having conversations with. People was depressed, killing themselves. People was overdosing. People was accidentally overdosing. People are getting killed over senseless bullshit. And nobody is waking up and, and, and saying, all right, we got to figure this shit out. It's been going on for, for since the beginning of time. I think the difference is we only knew, like when I was little, I only knew about major deaths. And when I mean major, I mean like high celebrities, like high celebrity death. Because I don't remember seeing it a bunch on regular TV, just on award shows when they do like, oh, this person, when they do the the wrap up, uh, the yearly wrap up. And it's like, oh, this person died. It's like, dang, I didn't know that person died. Like, that's how it was when I was little. Now, no matter where you turn, uh, no matter what social media platform, no matter what TV channel, like, hell, living on demand stuff, everything is death, debt, whoredom. Chaos, deceit, everything. I'm a person of I don't I don't really care about none of that. I've blocked people and deleted people from my phone like for me saying, hey, I don't I don't really care about that. And them still keeping on with the subject. I don't have time for that. I'm not saying you can't talk about it. I'm just not interested in it. I'm not interested. I like like like. Now I understand why the kids be calling me Raven. Like, for real, for real. It's so much It's so much shit going on in my mind inside of me. And when I'm trying to figure it out, I don't got time for the other stuff. I do not have time to, to be worried about other shit when I'm trying to deal with, with real life emotions and real life hurt and real life pain. I don't got time to deal with the extra chaos. I need everybody to get on their shit and focus and get rid of your ego and start thinking fairly, start thinking respectfully, start thinking that you are who you are supposed to be and get there. You're not tough. It's always somebody tougher. I'm telling you right now, I knew in my heart of hearts when I walked up to the homie slim and I fired on him, I knew in my heart of hearts that I hit him hard enough to where it could be an equal, like maybe a 50-50 fight. And when I tell you my judgment was wrong and that boy beat the living shit out of me, had my feet hanging, and this is one of this was one of my best friends. Ego. Ego. Because we don't know no better. We don't, we, we, we raise this way. TV raises us this way. People keep saying, oh, the, the rap music makes everybody want to kill people. No, it fucking don't. It's the lifestyle. It's the continuous trying to make it out and feeling like you have no way out. It's the lack of support. It's the lack of communication. It's the lack of community is why people react in a way that they do. I don't, it's two reasons why people kill. I could be wrong. My opinion, not factual. My opinion is that 
either they don't care about life or they're so egotistical that they think no consequences is going to come. That's too, like, that's the only reason. Like, if I pull out a gun right now, like, my mind has to be like, I ain't about to get in trouble for this. Bam. Or, shit, I've been trying to get my life right for this long. It ain't going to get right. So, might as well, whatever, whatever they give me. So many people are in jail because they just don't, they don't, they can't think past the hardship. And the reality of it is you can go to jail and never be without a bed, per se. Never be without three hot meals. Your shower situation is going to be kind of awkward. But a lot of people feel like that's safer than what they have going on right now. Don't have nothing to lose. I want to tell you all, all of you. All genders, all races, colors, height, shapes. You have value. And everyone knows that you have value, but you. I'm not talking about you dressing nice and putting on makeup. I'm not talking about you having a six pack and 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 you, you line up and cologne and I'm not talking about that. That's for other people. You ain't getting dressed for yourself. I don't care what nobody say. Because half of the world prefers walking around this bitch naked. And if it wasn't illegal and people wasn't so scared of judgment and feeling like, oh, everybody got to have big titties, big ass, big dick, all of that. If, if, like, if, if, if you erase all of that and the government is like, man, y'all can walk around naked, it'll be over. So don't, I don't want to hear nobody, oh, well, I get dressed up for me. No, you don't. You don't even like to get dressed. Shut up. You don't even like to wear panties and underwear. In your own house, but you you getting dressed for for yourself, man. Get out of here. Kids want listen. Let me tell you something. When ain't nobody here, kids at school, I'm butt ass naked. Only reason why I start putting on clothes and I'm just keeping it in a buck with you is because my job is like, all right, you possibly might got to get on camera. That's it. If the if the moment that the camera the moment that the camera is is non-existent, I'm back to 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 being naked. Because I've I, I've killed my ego. I, I'm telling you, I be in a mirror going brazy, butt naked. Because I understand who I am. I understand the value in me. I under, I'm not like my vulnerability is my strength. The fact that people think I'm weak, that's my strength. People going to try you and they're going to they're going to push you to these things because they want to see if you are who you say you are. Don't don't fold for these people. Don't let these people trick you off your square. You have to be able to excuse me, you have to be able to stand strong, 10 toes down. Don't put yourself in a position to where you're challenged to have to even be violent. It's okay to walk away. Our minds are too fragile, but they're 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 the most important thing, and we gotta protect it. We gotta protect the words that go in and the words that come out. We gotta protect the thoughts that come in, we the thoughts that come out. We have to protect ourselves from the people who say that they love us, but they love us with conditions. 
and they love you as long as they can keep you brainwashed and they love you as long as you keep doing the things that benefits them. You have to think for yourself. You have to wake up. You have to kill your ego so that you can see it's so much blinding you, my friend, and you have to open your eyes. You have to. I know normally we go and we go, you know, get deep into this mental health thing, but this thing would take off. It hurt me because it, 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 it's like, yo, my man was in a corner. So many people that, so many kids, so many, so many elderly, so many just in general, they was watching TV, got hit with a stray because you couldn't let your ego, you couldn't calm your ego. Your relationship is breaking up because you can't calm your ego because they keep telling you this is how it's supposed to be. This is how it has to be. It has to be perfect. You can't never have a mistake. If you have a mistake, there's no true love there. You wouldn't do that if you love me. But how I'm going to love you and you haven't taught me how to love you. How I'm going to love you and I haven't, I haven't started loving myself. That's why for me, I tell people often I'm cool on any type of relationship that requires me to be on some husband shit. I'm cool. I have too much stuff going on with myself. I have too much healing that I'm doing to even risk allowing someone in on that level to possibly ruin my healing. I'm not ready to interact on that level. We can whore it up all you want to. We can eat. We can watch TV. We can be in love for the for the moment, but for long term, no, no. You're not about to be you're not about to break up with me and be like, oh, well, you need to heal yourself. You got trauma that you're trying to put off on me. No, no, no. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm just being honest. I'm not one. I'm not like as much as I feel like as a human being, I could benefit from a very healthy, loving relationship. For me, I'm healing. It's too much going on in the world. It's too much stuff that I know I'm still fragile in that space of relationship to where it'll bother me if I feel like my healing is hindering you or us to move forward. And I'm forever healing. And my healing is that important to me that I'm willing to ride the rest of this out dolo. I'm genuinely like as much as I as much as I miss a healthy, comfortable relationship where I feel 100 percent comfortable, as much as I miss it, it's not worth it for me. It's not worth it. I'm healing. I'm healing. I don't want to end up in a situation to where I have so much ego that that I have to pull the trigger on somebody for nothing just because they stepped on my foot. I'm healing. It's too much stuff that I'm going through with my kids and how like how easily somebody will feel like, oh, you just want me here to, to help raise your kids. No, 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 no. We self-sufficient over here. I'm healing. I'm not going to do you like that, sweetheart. I'm not even going to waste your time. A lot of y'all be fine. And, and, and man, do y'all be fine. But I'm not going to do that to you. That's a sacrifice of, that I have to make personally. To heal, to remain healed. And that has to be the goal for us all. We have to find that thing that we know that's going to expedite our healing. Not rush it, not rush it, but expedite it. Put it at the top of the list of understanding like, all right, man, I'm, I'm wilding in these streets. I can't keep doing this shit. I can't live like this. 
I can't. It's too much stuff going on in the world. I have to watch my I have to watch my front, my back, my left, and my it's too much going on. So I have to keep everything necessary and and delete and move myself away from everything that is not gonna push me to where I, I need to go. Everything that we do in life that is gonna be better for us requires sacrifice. And I mean, like, it, it, it's, it's going to be something that you love so much. It may not be a person. It could be a thing. It could be an activity. It could be something that you know that you just being there, it affects who you are and what you're trying to do. And you're going to have to sacrifice that thing to be who you say that you are. I tell you all all the time, we're going to go through whatever we have to. The journey is what the journey is going to be. It may you may go off path that you might find yourself in the midst of darkness, but understand it's always there and you are the light. Stop asking darkness to shine. Just do it. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to infinitelycomplex.com where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Um, on, thank you for tuning in to the podcast, head over to infinitelycomplex.com to get your copy of King's collective. It is a book of poems. Also available is second power, which is the single off of my upcoming studio album into the light. Um, we have apparel over there, shoes, hoodies, sweats mugs, blankets, uh, whatever you might be interested in, we have it there. Again, that's infinitelycomplex.com. If you want to donate to the podcast, head over to uh, Good Pods. I have a tip jar over there. If you want to donate to Infinitely Complex as a whole, go over to my Twitter page. Uh, It's at The Complex. Um, it's It's a tip jar over there. If your only support is liking, commenting, and sharing, I do appreciate that. Um, Continue to do what you're doing. We're trying to keep building these numbers up so that we can uh, get the people that we need for this movement to be successful for all of us. Again, head over uh, infinitelycomplex.com. Remember, we have the Black or the, we have the Black Friday slash holiday sale going on until November 25th. I'll put the uh, reward code or the coupon code um, in the description. I want to say again, thank you for any support that you have given so far. Continue to do so. Tell someone about the podcast. Tell someone about Hill uh, Avenue, which happens on Wednesday at 530. Tell somebody about Recite Night. That's my mini uh, poetry mini series that happens on Friday at 730. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. It's all love. Peace.